Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello and thank you, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, podcaster, author, Jeff Drozdowski, and welcome back to the show, the Drozcast podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. I hope all of you out there in listener land is doing well. I always hope the best for you. And you know, I've always been a proponent of great give and take between myself and my audience. I find it much more of a learning experience for everybody when there is give and take. So please, if you have any responses to this or any podcast or video blog, please feel free to email me at jeff at drawstalks.com so we can chat. Your idea or question may even make it onto the show. As most of you are aware of by now, I have added a new connection for those of you who are interested in booking me to speak or do training for your organization. A great person by the name of Lucas, with a K, L-U-K-A-S, will be helping me out along the way. He can be reached at lucas at drawstalks.com. Want to help support the Drawscast? Amazon shoppers, all you have to do is go to the website, drawstalks.com, and click on this podcast episode, episode 25, The Hall, which is found in the blog section of the site. There will be several links, one for my book, Inspired, how our differences are changing the workplace, and for my computer of choice, Asus, A-S-U-S. It is an amazing brand, top of the line for memory, incredible processor, and huge amount of terabytes and gigs. Gamers, this brand is for you. And now, also welcome a new affiliate to the Drawscast, Audible Books. You can get a free month of ebook downloads from Audible, by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash the Drawscast podcast. Exactly how you support any of the Drawscast affiliates is spelled out before you click on the link. So this is episode 25, The Hall. That's H-A-L-L. A special episode because it comes on the heels of an amazing week for Draws Talks. I had a chance to visit the mecca of my favorite sport, baseball. Next week will also be a special episode. I will be interviewing a candidate for the 2020 presidential run for the White House in the United States. When we get clear of all of the current special happenings at Draws Talks, we will get back to the last two sessions in the 10-part leadership series I have been doing. Ever been to Cooperstown, New York? I know up until just a week ago from the recording of this, I had never been. But Cooperstown, New York is where the home of the National Baseball Hall of Fame is. So all things baseball, great players, great happenings in baseball, especially Major League Professional Baseball, is all here in Cooperstown, New York. And let me take you back just a little bit uh, to some of the backdrop of what Cooperstown is. Cooperstown is in upstate New York. It is at the foot of the Catskill Mountains, and it is out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I drove from Albany, New York, and I drove there. uh, I was doing a Draws Talks gig there, and I drove there into Cooperstown, and it was exactly as I had heard uh, from 
listening to people talking about the hall and also from reading about it. And it is out in the middle of uh, nowhere, a small burg or hamlet. And it, it was exactly that. And it's fall here in this part of the U.S. So the tree colors were changing. A lot of rolling hills. Uh, not a lot of signage to get into Cooperstown. It was just, you know, a small sign here and a small sign there. But when you got into Cooperstown, you knew you were there because everything revolved around the Baseball Hall of Fame. Parking was super easy. I just parked on the street. And it's October here in the U.S. when I went. So it's not a big time of year for a lot of people to be going to the Hall of Fame. So as I entered into the Hall of Fame and really even back from that as I was driving into Cooperstown, I started thinking about the Draws cast and I started thinking about leadership as I always do as it pertains to the show. So I started thinking about great leaders in baseball or what great leaders mean in sports. And there are really two great areas of leadership in sports. And in particular, we'll be talking about baseball here today. And that is the manager of a baseball team And then there is the clubhouse leader, a player within that 25, 26 man roster that is the leader of that clubhouse. And they have some similarities, but they also have very different things that make them great leaders. So uh, to touch on what makes a great baseball manager, a manager of a team. There were three that I thought of, four even, maybe even more than that, but there are countless great managers within the 100-plus years of history of baseball. You're probably familiar with some of these baseball fans. Casey Stengel, Tommy Lasorda, Earl Weaver, John McGraw, Sparky Anderson. And I thought to myself, what do these and all these other great managers have in common? So I thought of three right off the top of my head, and one of them is the knowledge of the game. You got to know what you're doing as a leader and great leaders in baseball, as far as managers are concerned, you got to understand the game and the changes in the game and the evolution of the game. And to be a great leader, you need to know that. The second one is strategy. Managers manage their teams all a little bit differently, but there are some core items that go into strategizing uh, during a baseball game and a baseball team. And then the third one was understanding the players, their talents, and where they're at both physically and mentally because there's the physical part of the game, but there also is the mental part of the game, the pressure part of the game, and how some people relish being in the middle of a pressure part of a game and some people aren't. While I wanted to touch on the manager qualities that made them great, I more importantly wanted to discuss what leadership qualities some of the great player slash leaders had or have. I researched three great baseball leaders and their qualities and found that their qualities are not very different than leadership qualities outside the game of baseball or any other sport. The three great player leaders I researched were former Yankee great and a modern day great captain, Derek Jeter. Also a great Yankee captain of yesteryear, Lou Gehrig, as well as Brooklyn Dodger great Pee Wee Reese. And what I found is they all shared these same five qualities. The first one was consistency. All were known for being the first person to get to the clubhouse, i.e. work every day, 
and the last to leave. They played almost every day and consistently did their jobs well. Having the trait of consistency is especially important as an example setter for those younger players as it helps create a great culture within the team and the organization. The second quality is they were humble. Have you ever known a leader who wasn't humble? As in, they gave out the credit when credit was due, but when things went wrong, they took the heat for it. Most leaders are like that. Sure, there have been flamboyant leaders in the past, uh, such as General George Patton and maybe even Napoleon, some great Greek and Roman leaders, all were known for their flamboyance, but in most cases, a great leader is a humble leader. Being a humble leader also gains quickly the respect of the team and the people around them. All three of those gentlemen mentioned all were humble leaders. The third thing that they were recognized for is they performed, and in particular, they performed under pressure. They performed when the team needed them the most. They would not be a leader if they did not walk the walk. And in a baseball term, that means leading by example. So they could not ask their teammates to perform under pressure if they were not willing to do it themselves. The fourth one is, is they were able to motivate their teammates to be better than maybe they even, they being the other players, knew that they were capable of being. In other words, these gentlemen made the players around them better. They were able to raise the quality of player again to maybe even more that the player was able to even realize. I think that when a player is able to do that, there are two key factors and maybe even a third that comes into that. One is, is the leader that team player leader shows great confidence in the players that are on the rest of the roster. The second thing is, is they are able to understand and have that sense of the personalities of the players around them so that player leader treats the player the way that they need to be treated in order to get the most out of them. I also think that there's an added trait uh, in this, that third one that I was discussing, where because of the great respect that the rest of the team has for this player leader that they don't want to let them down. So they say, well, if this player leader is showing confidence in me, I can't let them down. They are this great leader that I look up to. So I think that there's some of that involved as well. The fifth item is passionate. You got to be passionate for whatever you do. In this case, passion for the game of baseball. Derek Jeter was quoted once in saying, quote, I know there are a lot of players that have much more talent than I did throughout my career, but I can honestly say that I don't think anyone played harder, maybe as hard, but not as hard as I did. I don't think there are any players out there that would argue that statement. No doubt Jeter's passion for the game of baseball contributed to much of his success. Basically, he just loved his job. Now, I do have an honorable mention in here, and this particularly goes to Hall of Famer Pee Wee Reese. Pee Wee Reese played in the 1940s and 50s, as I mentioned earlier, but he played alongside Jackie Robinson in that year, 1947, 
where Jackie Robinson became the first African-American player uh, in Major League Baseball. And there was a situation on May 13th, 1947 in Cincinnati, Ohio, where Jackie Robinson was facing a lot of hate and a lot of anger as he was on the baseball field. And Pee Reese, who was uh, a, a white gentleman, recognized this and in a great show of courage during the middle of a game, perhaps at a pitching change, went up and put his arm around Jackie Robinson to let the world know that it didn't matter the color of Jackie's skin. In the eyes of Pee Wee Reese, Jackie was his teammate, regardless of anything else. And in the 1940s in the United States, that took an immense amount of courage. Kudos to Pee Wee Reese and to Jackie Robinson for the great things that they did. The Drawscast quote of the day. All right, so I have a little fun Drawscast quote that I want to share with you. Baseball is a game of of great joy and unique personalities within the game. And a simple one just to show you the passion that some players had uh, and still have for the game today comes from a gentleman by the name of Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks played for the Chicago Cubs and he is known for saying very simply, let's play two. And what that means is he loved the game so much, it didn't matter the weather, the time of the year, he would just come out and say, this game is so beautiful, let's play two. So that is a simple quote from a gentleman by the name of Ernie Banks. So that's going to do it for the Drawscast today. To reiterate, you can email me at jeff at drawstalks.com. Or reach out to Lucas at Lucas at Jeff at Draw, or excuse me, Lucas at Lucas at Drawstalks.com and share any experiences that you have. Folks, with each download and subscription, we are expanding the Draws Cast Nation. If you're looking at videos, please go to my YouTube channel, Jeff Drozdowski. All my videos are there. And as most of you know, YouTube is a great place for everything video. So thanks for listening. Again, We've got Sharman Smith coming up in the next episode. No homework or call to action here. Enjoy, hopefully, the joy that I was giving to you today, just being able to have that experience of going to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. Again, thanks for listening. Spread the word. The Draws Cast Nation is the place for leadership and motivation. Thank you so much. Until next time, this is you succeeding. Keep it up. Kyla. Bring this episode to an end, please. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drazowski. Thank you and bye for now.